Okay, Bus Bench Babes, today we have a very special episode for you. It's Best Birthday Week, and we are celebrating her with a super fun Q&A, and I am just so, so, so excited to dive in. We had listeners and friends and family all sending questions, and I think you're going to learn a little bit about Beth. So are you ready to do this? You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Okay, Beth, it's your birthday episode. I'm I'm so excited, are you? Uh, yes, I'm a little nervous because I, I don't know what you're going to ask me, but um, no, I'm excited. I'm just so, so, so excited. And so we had a bunch of people, um, all kinds of people, writing questions, and we're going to do a super fun Q&A today and celebrate all things you. Yay! Yay. So uh, first thing is, what does it feel like to be almost 51? Because you turned 51 in a couple yeah thanks for the reminder uh um yeah I not bad um it just it felt weird to turn 50 last year because I'm like how is this possible like aren't I still 35 like how can I be 50 for crying out loud so now this year this year has just absolutely flown by it's hard to even I don't know it didn't even feel like a full year has passed since I turned 50 just with how weird the world is in general um, but like one of my girlfriends, she just turned, turned 50 in June and she's like, I feel like I'm 25. I don't feel like I'm 25, but I feel like maybe I'm like 35 to 40. Yeah. So I, you know, it's just really, it's, it's truly age is truly just a number. Do you remember when you were like in your twenties, like early twenties and you thought like 40 was so old and 50 mm-hmm. was like way old. I can absolutely remember when my mom turned 40 cause she was a single mom. I can still, the restaurant that we went to, I, okay, this is weird. We literally drove past where it was last night and I looked to see if it was still there and it wasn't there. It was my mom and my sisters and I and my aunt Dot and her three kids, the eight of us all went out for dinner and for eight people to go out to dinner, two single moms and six kids, that was a really big deal. And it was like, just like this casual pizza place. But I remember going there for my mom's 40th birthday and it's over right over by Augsburg College. So like it was just something that was super out of the ordinary. But yeah, she felt old to me, super old. And now I'm 11 years older than that. And I'm like, I'm not old. What's going on here? You're definitely not old. It's so interesting how your perspective changes as you age with grace. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So cool. Okay, so we are going to dive in if you're ready. And I, am. I, I hope I learned something today. I'm pretty pumped about these questions. People really did an awesome job sending them in. Okay. Are they any like other ones going to make me cry? Are they fun or funny? Or 
Hopefully combination of everything. Okay. And I can't remember the last time you and I had a conversation outside of like just social media where you didn't cry <laughs> or I cried. So <laughs> if someone doesn't cry today, I don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see who cries All first. Right. Okay. Here we go. So we're going to start. We're going to start easy. I think. Okay. First question for you. What is your favorite flower? Um, I, I love flowers, by the way. I always go to Trader Joe's and just like walk around the flower section before I walk into the grocery store. Um, I love tulips, love them. And I love that you can really get them all year round now. You didn't used to be able to back in the day. So I love getting tulips for my house. And then um, for flowers, like in planters outside, my favorite would be Lantana, which I don't think that's the official name of it, but I think that's like the common name that people know it by. And it's, um, it's a, a plant that blooms all the time and it smells really like citrusy. Ooh. And it, it's supposed to deter mosquitoes, but I love that it blooms all year round. So, or, or, you know, like all season, you know, you can get it for like spring, summer, fall. Interesting. So is that the stuff that you have in your front pots? Yeah. Or like your, in your entrance to your driveway? Yeah. Well, like in Arizona, it's, it's in bushes. It's like a bush form. And that's oh. what my in-laws have it at their house. And I'm like, okay, A, this is beautiful. And B, it smells amazing. And so you can't, it doesn't grow here like hardy like that it, it doesn't like this climate but you can get it to grow here seasonally and so now I'm like obsessed with it now that my mother-in-law introduced me to it and see it keeps mosquitoes away and if anyone needs mosquitoes kept away it's <laughs> you it's me. mosquitoes <laughs> love me yeah true story uh, they love me. They love, and I, I like. I always get chomped when I go everywhere. And then I met you, and I was like, "Oh, just kidding." They like love you even more. Yeah. You're their number one favorite. Oh my god, it's just sick. It's ridiculous how much they just chow me. I freaking hate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so pretty. Oh. Okay, so why, like, what color tulips are your favorite? Um, I like them all. Like in the winter, I buy white tulips because I feel like. They're spring flowers, but yet white feels like so wintry and fresh. But then like the rest of the year, I usually end up buying like yellow and orange ones. Um, my least favorite is the purple kind. Um, okay. But I love like when, so like when you snip a tulip and you put it in the vase, it like stands straight up. And then within a couple of days, they sort of casually sort of like flop over. And I love like how they're perfect and then they're casual. Like I, there's something about that that I just love. I feel like that is like a good description of you. Like really like put together and and poised and then super cash at the same time. Maybe that's why I like it. That Maybe. could be. Maybe it is. That could be. Hi Beth, it's Sarah. Happy, happy birthday. I cannot believe I've known you for less than two years. It feels like a whole lifetime. I feel like I've known you forever. I can't be more thankful for everything that you have taught me and provided to me over the last couple of years as I've been growing my business in real estate. You've been such a pivotal piece of my success and I will forever be grateful for everything that I've learned from you. You've been such a great example, not only in my personal life, but also in my professional life and have gifted me so much and I will always be thankful to you for that. So I am very excited to celebrate you and hope you feel beyond showered with love for your birthday. You deserve nothing but the greatest. 
Hope you have a great day and I look forward to celebrating with you soon. Bye. All right, so next question, and this is one question, but I'm gonna do two parts because okay. I'm excited about this question. Um, what is your favorite dessert slash sweet? But I would like to know both. What's your favorite dessert? And then do you have like an extra sweet on the side that you really love? Yes. Okay, so I have a huge sugar problem. Um, my favorite, okay, let's make, so my favorite cake is carrot cake. Yum. Oh, okay. My sister Joan is like the ultimate baker. She bakes like a lunatic. Um, my favorite pie and people are going to think I'm insane is a buttermilk raisin pie. No way. <laughs> it sounds like it's something like someone like 150 years old would eat. And I think that's what, yeah, I think that's what originally was designed for. But it's kind of like a soury, lemony flavor. But like, I love like lemon and butterscotchy things. So I think the first time that Joan made it, um, she makes the homemade crust and everything. So it's like super divine. I was like, what is this weird looking pie? And then I had it and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And so it tastes like soury and lemony because of the buttermilk in it. And she puts like lemon in it. And oh my God, it's freaking amazing. Have you ever had it anywhere else or is it just because Joan's amazing that it was? Um, it, I don't think like a buttermilk raisin pie would be a big seller at Baker's Square. So like, <laughs> no, it's like and she got it in one of those like old fashioned, old timey cookbooks. And she's like, oh, this sounds interesting. And she made it for her in-laws initially. And then she's like, oh, I have an extra piece. Do you want to try it? And I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? So yeah, that's one of my favorites, but I like anything like butterscotchy, lemony. I'm not a person that gravitates naturally to like a chocolate cake or brownies. If they're sitting there, of course I will devour them, but like I, that wouldn't be the thing I would go to on a dessert menu. Okay. Um, for sweets, like for like cookies and stuff like that. I love Oreos, like Ooh. traditional, not any of the weird seasonal crap. I don't like any of that. I don't like double stuffed. I like traditional regular oreos and i like open them and eat the frosting and then eat each piece of cookie individually like there's serious methodology to how i eat them but i don't buy them very often because i have no self-control and i'll eat a row at a time yeah i feel like how do you get oreos and not eat a row but maybe that says something about me too <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah, also also most people have a method methodology to Oreos, correct? Like you have I to. think so. Yeah. yeah People yeah. are very specific about their Oreos. I'm a dunker. I'm a dunker. Oh gross. I hate cookies. <laughs> I hate anything dunked in milk, like chocolate chip cookies in milk that creeps me out. I hate when they're really I'll get out of here. Oh my But gosh. I don't drink milk. So I'm like, oh that grosses me out so much. <laughs> I know, but see, people love that kind of stuff. It's so interesting. Ugh. Okay. I didn't uh, know that about you. I just learned a, that about you, that you're a dunker. I'm a dunker. Ugh. I'm so gross. I still love you, but I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> we won't eat Oreos together to save no. our friendship. <laughs> okay, so next And question. our waistlines. And our waistlines. <laughs> okay, next question. What is one goal, personal or professional, that you would like to achieve by the end of this year? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. I had super, super lofty goals set for this year, uh, like super lofty goals. I was going to lose like a whole bunch of weight and be like super svelte and sexy. That hasn't happened yet. And we're already in September. So I don't know how that's going to happen. 
Um, I set really big goals for the team and for myself professionally, but having a new team and then mid year moving to a new brokerage, like the, none of my goals personally or professionally are anywhere near being on track. And I'm actually okay with that. The control freaking me is actually okay with that. Cause it's just been a big year of growth and discovery and, um, learning new things. And I'm, I'm okay with, I'm okay with where things are at. Uh, even though I normally am like, ah, I can't believe I'm not on track. I'm, I'm not like that this year. I'm a little it's bit more so chill. Hard. It's hard to be content in like that, that growth space. Yeah. I, for me, it is at least. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to pick a, like your goal for the year, would it just, would it be like growth? Um, I would say like, that's what it's morphed into, even though that isn't what I planned. Like we knew that this was going to be a big growth year because, you know, we started a new team and then midway through the year, we moved to a different brokerage. So it was sort of inevitable that it was going to be a growth year, but I didn't, I, I thought that I would be like, really just more like, uh, uh, like methodical about the goals. And I don't know, I'm just a little bit more like, it's happening. We're all growing. We're all learning. The team's growing. Um, like we're all becoming better realtors, better individuals. We're all learning and about each other and it, the yeah. business. And so I, I'm okay with it. All but stuff yeah, you couldn't have predicted growth. either. No, right? nope. And so I think so, that's why I'm like, I couldn't have even put that into the business plan. So I'm like, why stress about it? Even though, you know, it's not in the business plan, but I'm a better person than I was a stronger, more knowledgeable person than I was in January. And I'm okay with that. It's good. And it allows you to keep those doors open, which is yes. so awesome. Because yes. the universe has been showing up in big ways. Big freaking ways. Big, big ways. Ah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Also, like, kudos to you for allowing to, like, yourself sit in that space because, dang, that's hard. It Whew. is. It's it a doozy. is. <laughs> it is a doozy. Happy birthday to my firstborn. I love you to the moon and back and very proud of all of your accomplishments. You make a great leader and I'm sure your team loves you. And by the way, you have a great team. We know all of them and we hope your team grows and you have even more success in the future. You're a great daughter to have, and I'm just very, very proud of you. Bye, dear. Okay, next question. Um, if you could live anywhere, where would it be and why? Mm, what a great question. Travel questions. Um, I, I want to live somewhere warmer than where I currently live. I live in Minnesota because of family, um, friends and family. And, you know, it's just, it's a really good place to have a business and have a really like great quality of life. I just wish it was warmer and I wish the, the ocean was closer. So someplace that had more sunshine, more warm weather all year round, uh, like 75 to 80 degree temps and an ocean nearby would make me so much happier. That, I love it. That sounds... That and why amazing. oh the why part um 
I just feel like I am a better version of myself when I live in a climate that's warmer. I don't know why that is, but like, like the salt air does something. I just like, I'm, I'm more chill when I'm in places like that. I feel more creative. I feel healthier. So I just living in a place that's warmer makes my heart happy. Mm, I love it. I love that so much. Okay. So next question. This is a really fun one. What is your favorite room in your house? Oh, this is a super good question. People gave creative questions. I love it. They really did. They really showed up in like a really fun way. Like these are really awesome. I love it. Okay. So I love my living room space. Um, I love how it's decorated. I love the morning light there. I love at Christmas time when my Christmas tree is going and the lights are on like late at night. I'll just lay on the couch. Um, In the winter, I'll have the fireplace going. Um, That is like my favorite place in like the still of the morning. Like when Mark's still sleeping on a Saturday or Sunday morning, I'll have a cup of coffee and it's just like dark and quiet. And I love, I love that. But later in the day, um, when the sun's setting and the weather's nice, I use my screen porch. I love it. Your screen porch is a magical, warm space. And it's in the back of your house, so I don't think everyone gets to see it. No, I think a lot of people don't even know that it's there. It's it's really special. I love it. I would love to cozy up there and, like, read a book or just take a nap. Yeah, a lot of times. Last summer – all of a sudden, like I came home from showing houses and the whole entire house was quiet, but my in-laws were in town. I'm like, where is everybody? Like they weren't downstairs where they normally are. Mark was home from work and I couldn't find anyone. And I walked back. All of them were back in the screen porch. There's two chairs and then a chaise. So Mark was on the chaise and the other two were in the chairs and they, everybody's just hanging out, reading books on their phones, doing whatever. And they're having like happy hour on the screen porch that's off our bedroom. <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, it was like the perfect day for the screen porch. I'm like, oh, yeah, perfect. I love it. So cool. So cool to see the spaces that you designed like being yeah. used by yeah. everyone too. Awesome. Awesome. We love it. Hey, Beth, it's Sam. I just wanted to wish you a happy, happy birthday. It's been an absolute pleasure to get to know you over the past gosh it's probably only been like what six wait maybe it's longer I don't know I feel like I've known you forever but it's just been so awesome to get to know you and just chat about the business and all of the things that we've experienced together and I just so appreciate you and I am wishing you all the best all the love on your special day have a good one Okay, next question. What is something not a lot of people know about you? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, considering I'm kind of an open book about things. Let's see. What do most people not know about me? Um, I When I was in second grade, I think like second and third grade, I was in like the reading help class. I started out my kindergarten and first grade, I went to public school and then second grade, I transitioned to a private school and I was super behind in reading. Like I never properly learned how to sound out words. 
I don't think most people know that about me. I really memorized words. I had no words. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I memorized oh. words. That was kind of my way. Like I just kind of faked it. But then that doesn't work for you in life as you get older when there's like bigger words than when you're in second and third grade. Um, yeah. And so like I did not enjoy reading when I was younger because it was hard for me and I didn't feel like I comprehended and like I struggled over a lot of the big words. So once I started reading for pleasure and reading, like I really enjoy reading now as an adult, um, it's gotten easier. But for years and years, I literally just kind of faked it. And I still am not great at sounding out words. It's not my strong suit. And I never have really properly learned how to do that. Um, but I don't think most people know that about me. What a vulnerable thing to share. And I had no idea. And you're such an avid reader. I never would have guessed that in a million yeah. years. No. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm guessing most people don't know that about you, Beth. <laughs> Okay. Yes, so this is- I was in the Reading for Dummies class. No, I don't share that oh. with too many people. Hi, Beth. It's your birthday. Oh, Beth, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. I'm going to sip my latte like it's your birthday. And you know, we don't give a beep. Love you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Hi, Beth. Leah here. Wishing you a very happy birthday. You spend so much time making others feel loved that I hope you are feeling all the love right back at you. Here's to wishing you your best year yet. Lots of love to you today and always. Bye. Okay, next one. So this is a fun one. What are your top three places to travel to? Oh, that's a hard, this is a hard one, actually. And there's so many freaking cool places. Um, okay. So I have to say, like, my first one has to be, like, Argentina. Because that Ooh. was the very first trip outside of the country that I ever took. It was the very first time I ever went on an airplane. I went on a mission trip. I was 17 years old, and it was a 17-hour flight. Get out of here. Yeah. Argentina is the first place you went to? Ever. Yeah. Outside of like driving, you know, so like we traveled yeah. within the United States, but we only ever drove. So the first time I got on a plane and went somewhere, I did not even go with my family. I went with my friends from my church and we went on a mission trip to Argentina. And I was just the whole entire time. I was just like, Wow wow, wow. Like my mind was blown. I'm like, I love the architecture. So, I mean, I've always been into like homes and decor and architecture. That's been a thing since I was a little girl. And I was so blown away at like how beautiful it was and how old everything was. Cause that's just not like how it is in Minnesota. Um, and that really created my passion and my wanderlust. I was like, I need to go to more places immediately. Like, how can I make this happen? But that that's by far like the one that's like the the place. Um, so that kicked off everything for you. That kicked off everything. So cool. So yeah. Cool. Um, I loved Singapore. I went to actually on another mission trip, coincidentally, I went to Indonesia, but on the way home, we stopped in Singapore. And I loved Indonesia for a variety of reasons, but Singapore was it's such a cool, I've never been to any place like it before. It's this humongous, like world renowned city. The architecture is unbelievable. The people are so warm and friendly. 
and it's super civilized. So like there's millions and millions of people jammed into this really small location. And, you know, like when you go like growing up in Minnesota, like if you go into a gas station or something, there's always a sign that says like no shirt, no shoes, no service. There in Singapore, there's signs that will say no chewing gum, like no loud music, no dancing and no durian, which is this really stinky, disgusting fruit that smells like kind of smells like rotting flesh. And there's like a season for it. And so, you know, you kind of like we have apple season in Minnesota. There's a durian season, but you can't bring durian into your office building or anything like that because it smells so rancid. But it, Are you I think serious? it's no, yeah, dead serious. It smells that awful that it would smell up a whole entire floor, and you wouldn't be able to get the smell out for days. Like when someone brings something stinky onto a plane, and they eat it. If yeah. you've never smelled durian, I just literally—it smells like a corpse. Oh, it smells disgusting, like something decaying and dying. It's horrible, and pe- and it's a delicacy in in Asia. People love it. They make like ridiculously expensive face creams and stuff out of it so people say it's like super it's supposed to be really good for you inside and outside of your body but i can't even get over the smell and the taste it's it looks like it looks like baby bar for baby diarrhea it's just nasty but yeah so so you can't bring that into an office in singapore so i have a question so like i would have never guessed singapore as a self-proclaimed rule breaker you yeah. Um, that you like a place that has so many rules and structure. I like, not that I would like to live there because I probably would be breaking rules left and right. I love <laughs> that it's just, there's this huge, there's this small place with millions of people and that everybody follows the rules. It's kind of miraculous because Americans wouldn't do that. No. You know, in Japan is very similar from what I've heard. Like, it's just a very, um, I don't know, like people just like mind their business and do their shit. So I, it just, it was fascinating to me and it was so clean and it was so pretty, um, big, huge expat community. So I loved Singapore. It was a really cool place to visit. I would go there again in a heartbeat. Um, and then number three. I don't know if I can like narrow this down to just one country, but I would say like Southern Europe, like Mediterranean area. I love Spain, Greece, Italy, like love, 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 love the food, love the culture, love the people, love the warmth, love the Mediterranean. Love it. Love it. I could live there in a heartbeat. Oh, that sounds, that sounds amazing. This is Marty leaving a happy birthday wish for Beth. I am so proud of her and to call her my daughter. I just am uh, overwhelmed with how well she's doing and how brave she is to move forward in the business world and just reach her goals and do the things she's done. Wishing her a very, very happy birthday and more to come from Marty. Hey Beth, it's Ian and Caitlin. Happy birthday. Hi, Beth. Happy birthday from Dick and Kathy. We love you, and we're so glad that we can be here to spend the time with you for your birthday. Happy birthday to our favorite daughter-in-law. Love. Bye-bye. Okay. So, next question. How did you get the name for your new fur baby? Birch. 
Yes, birch. Oh my gosh, birch blue, and it's B L U. Um, okay, so I I originally thought I was gonna get a boy. The breeder had sent me a bunch of pictures, and the cutest one that she had sent me was a boy. And then I I don't know the whole breeder situation. That whole thing is kind of a shit show. But um, come to find out, I only had an option of two girls. The boy ended up being a girl, so I hadn't really picked on any girl names. And then I'm like, well, I really need to like see her in order to like have a name. And so I found out like a week before I was getting it, that it was going to be a girl. And, but I didn't know how many I was going to have to choose from. And I didn't have a name picked out. So we get her, Joan and I are in the car driving back from Wisconsin. And I am like, we need to find a name for her. So I'm Googling cat names, girl cat names, and then like white girl cat names. Cause she's whitish. Um, and so we came up with, we narrowed it down to birch, coconut, or marshmallow. I love coconut. I know. That was actually I mean, my I top birch one, too. too. And so I texted it to Mark. Like, here's the three names that I'm thinking about. He's like, I want birch. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of leaning towards coconut. And he's like, well, I had a cat when I was growing up named coconut. I'm like, what? You never said anything about this. He's like, we just had her for a short time and she got sick and died. I'm like, oh, well, God. that's depressing. I'm like, okay, coconut's <laughs> off the list. And I'm like, Jeez. what about marshmallow? And he's like, no, I like birch. So I'm like, okay. So what you, but it, what's really cool is she's white. And then she has kind of like gray markings that are going to get more defined as she gets older. Kind of like a birch tree that has white, white on the bark with the gray and black and brown markings. So I think her name is going to be super appropriate. But it's really hard to call her her name because we always just call her Kitty. Yeah. Oh, because that's call what we call the last. Kitty a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, can I... we just name a cat Kitty? We could have, I suppose. But she's she's so pretty. She's, she's so, pretty. so pretty, and oh, she'll I always have blue her. eyes. So birch blue. That's why she has the blue. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love so it. Cute. Happy birthday, Beth! I am just wanting to wish you the best of birthdays and the greatest year yet. I am just so excited to be on this journey with you in life and in business and friendship and wish all good things for you this year. So thank you so much for being the greatest everything. And I just love you, love you so, so, so much. So happy, happy birthday, friend. I hope this year is your best one yet. Okay, so next question. What is your favorite house sale or purchase? And it doesn't have that you're most proud of. So like it doesn't have to be necessarily like the most expensive one or like a price point, but like what are you most proud of like your a home purchase? Oh, this is a super good question. Um, I'm always very proud of transactions that I do that involve old people. Like old people are my jam and I... Uh, you know, growing up with a single mom, I spent a ton of times with my grandparents and my father's parents also had my great grandparents living with them. So that, you know, everybody was a little bit terrified of my great grandfather. He was like the super strong Danish guy. You could hardly understand him. He had such broken English with such a heavy accent, but I really loved 
like having my grandparents or great grandparents around me when I was growing up. So I think that's one reason I have such a passion for old people. And you and I met taking care of your grandpa. Shout out to old people. They are my jam too. I grew up with spending so much time with my grandparents. Yeah. We have that in common yeah. and they really shaped us. And yep. I never actually have ever understood like people's fear, like uncomfortability around old people. Me neither. I don't I just want to like hug them all. Like yeah. I just, yeah. I'm there with you, friend. Yeah, I love old yeah. people. So like, I, I think it was two years ago, I had several transactions. I would say probably, I don't know, 30 or 40% of my deals that involved old people in some way. Um, either like I dealt with kids that were selling their parents' house or um, helped people transition, like even found um, assisted living for two clients of mine. Um, and they actually help live in the same assisted living place now that I found. And so like, I feel like my years working like in nursing and home private home care has totally helped me be a better realtor. And I love old people. So anytime I do a deal with old people, it makes me feel really proud. I want someone to take good care of me when I get older. And so I feel like that's, that's a karma thing in life. You know, if you're not, if you're not good to old people, good luck to you in old your later years because karma's a bitch. Karma is a bitch. Ooh. I love that though. I love that. So I love much. old people. They're so great. Okay. So this is a really fun question too, Beth. So with all your experience living abroad, your professions in healthcare, mortgage, real estate, you know, all, all your, all your stuff. Yeah. What is your best piece of advice as a mentor to younger generations entering the workforce? Oh, this is a tr- good one. Not a tricky one, but a good one. Um, my best piece of advice that I would give to myself going back and anyone, anyone, and I give out this advice all the time. I've, we've talked about this on social quite a bit recently too. Um, I would say get a coach and or mentor or both and be coachable. I was okay. so, um, I don't know if the right word is like sensitive when I was growing up. I was so, I took constructive criticism really hard when I was younger, like in my twenties and thirties, I'm not even going to lie, probably even into my early forties. And it was so hard to take it. Like someone was trying to like help me be a better person. And I took it as a personal attack. And I think that I, I got in my own way of hiring mentors and coaches and I did over the years, but like, I wasn't coachable and I was, I would just like clam up. And so I would say to anyone, like, be coachable, be open. And everyone has coaches for everything in life. Kaya has a swim coach, you know, Mm -hmm. like everyone has coaches. So like, if you could really, truly be coachable and be open to learning new things about yourself and the business and the world around you, it's, I would say, do it, do it immediately yesterday. So like a part two to that question would be what piece of advice would you give to a younger version of yourself? So would you give that same piece of advice? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would say don't be so sensitive. Like it isn't a personal attack. Like they're just like someone wants you to be better, better and to learn and grow. Yeah. I would totally hire mentors earlier, hire coaches earlier and actually truly be coachable. I love that. That's such good advice. Such good advice. Hey Beth, happy birthday been super fun working on the podcast with you and uh, watching all of your success over the last 
couple of years. Uh, hoping you have a really great birthday and great birthday week and uh, hopefully get to celebrate with you soon. Happy birthday. Okay, next question. When you've had a stressful week with work and life, what's your ultimate favorite comfort food, meal, or drink that brings you joy? So let's do beverage and food. Let's do both. Okay. Instead of picking one. Um, if I've had like just a long week, I would probably say white wine, Kim Crawford, Sauvignon Blanc. That would be like my go-to, like I'm going to crack a bottle and have a glass of wine and sit on the porch in the summer, maybe. That Um, sounds amazing on your back porch. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the perfect, or sit out on like the front deck or something and say, Hey Mark, Mm -hmm. let's grab a beverage. And like Mark's like, ugh, wine. And then he started drinking it and he's like, this Kim Crawford stuff is kind of good. And I'm like, you're way late to the game, buddy. Way late. <laughs> but that's probably my favorite. That's probably one of my favorite drinks that um, I love tequila too. But like in my mind, that's more of like a celebratory thing. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't generally just have a tequila like at the end of the week. That's usually like special occasion type things. Um, food. That's a harder one. If I'm cooking dinner at home, um, I don't know. I love like a good steak with like some asparagus and maybe like mashed cauliflower. Like that would oh. be kind of like a go-to meal for me that I love that is like, yep, this is like a super good meal. So like a steak and a glass of wine after a crazy week is like yeah. your jam. I okay. would love that. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. Okay. So we, so we are coming in with your last question. Are oh, you ready for this? One left. Woohoo. These have been super good questions. I'm, I know. You know I what think... is making me, I'm like, I want it. Like, I'm dying to know like who asked what questions. That's kind of funny. You don't have to I tell could, me. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I could. I yeah. could. We could go back, but yeah. Um, okay. So last question is, what is your next vacation spot you would like to go to? Oh, wow. Um, I am thinking like Europe, you know, for like a bigger vacation, I would say Europe. Um, when I was in Spain with Addie, we had so much fun and I just kept thinking, oh my God, Mark would love this. And so when I came home, I said, Mark, like we, it's not that hard to get to Europe. People like really overthink that. It's a super easy flight. Um, I said, we need to start going to Europe more. Like there's so many cool things that I love there. And so, I don't know. I really would love to go to like Southern Italy. That's kind of been a bucket list thing. I've only ever been to Rome and Florence. And so I want to go to Southern Italy and like eat some homemade fresh baguettes and drink some red wine and just like hang out and stare at the ocean. I'm like, yeah, Uh, that's. So next trip with Mark. Probably somewhere in Europe. Probably. Yeah, because Addie, Addie went with you because yeah. you're the best auntie ever. Uh, that the was your last. Oh, aunt she's ever had. Oh, aunt. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> your trip looked amazing to Spain. It like It so was like looked tropical. Like it was so cool. Like, I, the Spain's beach been and... on a bucket list for so long. And I, I got there and I'm like, no wonder there's so much hype about Spain. It's incredible. Incredible. Ooh. It was amazing. I loved it. Has Mark been to, oh, Mark's been to Europe, right? You guys have been together. Yep. So he, we've been okay. to Northern Europe and the so, most Southern he's ever been is England. So okay. he's never seen Southern Spain or Southern Europe. He would, he's going to die. 
Oh, he's gonna be like it. so in love. He's gonna absolutely love it. What a fun, fun next yeah. destination. Ooh. Yeah. So that's the okay. goal. Okay. Um. Well, this was fun, Beth. It was super fun. There were super it? awesome questions that everyone sent in. I love it. It's a great way to kick off your official start of your birthday week, even though I think that you celebrate the month, right? Yeah, sort of. It's been sort of mellow this month, but that's okay. It's I'm been okay a lot going on. There's been a lot going on. It's been busy. Yeah, life's been busy. Been. It has been. Well, happy, happy birthday week, friend. I can't wait to celebrate with you more this week. Um, and for everyone to hear this show, this was so much fun. Thank you to everyone who sent questions in and making this super special for Beth. And yeah, they're awesome questions. I yeah. loved it. So happy, happy birthday, friend. Thank um, you. Yeah. So do you want to, do you want to take this one out? Do you end sure. Okay. Well, hey, Bus Bench Babes. Thanks for making my birthday episode so special. And thanks for asking such fun questions. I love the Q&A. And remember keep being a badass boss babe that you are and for the love of god keep your face off a bus bench yeah until next time we'll see ya okay girls are you feeling as inspired as we are we're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the girl get your face off a bus bench podcast if you want more head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.